Welcome back. Dude. What happened to Scott? <laughs> I was about to say what happened to Scott. <laughs> I forgot Scott. All right, let's play Scott real quick. <laughs> hey everyone, Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone, and you're watching the Super Fantasy Bros Podcast. One hour of commercial-free podcasting starts now. Enjoy the show. All right, now welcome back to the Super Fantasy Bros Podcast. Uh, week 11 in the books. Unfortunately, we do not have T-Gods with us, but we will be covering all of week 11, so the playoff push continues. Uh, we're going to be doing some calm or chaos, trust or bust as always, and some waiver targets for the upcoming waivers. And of course, players we are thankful for. Q is back, so we will have trivia again this week. I was here and last I- week on Thursday. Wednesday. You weren't here the last time we did a Monday episode. Whatever. You're back. We're getting trivia, which is always nice. And as always, we will be answering any lineup questions, trade questions, whatever you got left in the chat throughout the episode. So feel free to drop some questions. Let's get right into it with Calmer Chaos, starting with Kirk Cousins. 2.2. Points 12 for 23, 105 yards, and a fumble lost. Calm or chaos on Kirk? Chaos. What? One game. This, like, it's Kirk. It, it's, but the team he's playing on, it's he's going to play defenses that are not as great as the Cowboys. That was a terrible game. He got He's probably getting sacked now as we speak still because that <laughs> offensive line was just letting him through. Um, but I'm staying calm. They'll be in... They'll be playing better or teams that aren't as good as that team. And yeah, but bad showing. He still did better than Zach Wilson yesterday. That's true. Yeah. I mean, uh, Kirk Cousins is due for one of these games or two of these games pretty much every season. Uh, I think last year he actually last year he didn't have this that awful of a game, but he did have one two years ago, week two, negative 1.48. So. <laughs> Occasionally, he will have these major stinkers uh, where you pretty much are super disappointed. I still think he's going to be, he is what he is, a solid number two quarterback, like top of the tier or like low-end QB one of best. So, Me and Matt still might pull out a win this week with Kirk Cousins' 2.2 yeah, points. Baby. <laughs> that is a miracle, to say the <laughs> least. Um, let's move on to Jared Goff. Jared Goff only had 6.5 points, 17 of 26 for 165 yards. Calm chaos for Jared Goff owners. Calm. That was the Jamal Williams show yesterday. Yeah, and I mean, uh, you're hoping that Jameis Williams, that he actually is something if he decides to come back and play or if they decide to let him play. But I I don't know. The Giants D is good. And, yeah, like Matt said, it was the Jamal Williams show. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a great showing for him. He did, like, he wasn't bad at all. He was relatively efficient, but nothing really was working down the field aside from a couple big plays to Amon or St. Brown. Um, that was pretty much their whole passing offense. It was pretty much just run the ball down the Giants' throat and let's try and get out of here with a dub. Somehow it happened. They did beat the Giants, but if I'm starting Jared Goff, you just have to expect you're either getting relatively high or pretty bad. Like, it's it's there's no... Middle ground. Yeah. He hasn't been that mid this year. He's either been boom or bust. So, not relatively confident starting Jared Goff most weeks. 
Uh, last quarterback here, Russell Wilson, 10.7 points, 24 of 31, 247 yards, eight yards rushing, no touchdowns, no turnovers. Calm or chaos? Chaos. Yeah, he's basically toast. Like He's not really worth talking about anymore. He did have a touchdown called back, but it really wouldn't have done much for him anyway. Yeah. That man has two games over 20 points all season. <laughs> and the last one was week four, so. Yep. <laughs> If you are still relying on Russell Wilson as your QB1 and you're somehow in the playoff contention, it's a miracle. But still at this point, go find another quarterback. Pick up Daniel Jones. Pick up anybody but Russell Wilson at this point. The Wilson's bad year for the Wilsons. Yeah. Zach Wilson, Russell Wilson. Yeah, Zach Wilson. We don't even need to get into that. Rebel Wilson. (laughs) (laughs) I'd rather have Owen Wilson. Speaking of the Jets, Zach Wilson, we'll move on to running backs. Jets running backs both made calmer chaos this week. James Robinson only got one point and was outsnapped by Ty Johnson. Michael Carter only had 2.7 points. Are you trusting any Jets running back moving forward? No. Michael Carter has the most upside. Uh, Ty Johnson and James Robinson are basically junk. Yeah. This offense isn't good enough to where they're going to be up in games where they can just run the ball. So you're really relying on Michael Carter mostly in the receiving game. And he does have the best chance to bounce back and actually produce. But I think, like you said, the others are a lost cause. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think Michael Carter is definitely the safest option. I think he's just like a flex option moving forward among running backs or like a bye week fill-in. Um, yeah. I don't think he's going to be that reliable to start on every single week. Uh, Matt, your boy, Dante Foreman, 2.4 points, 11 carries for 24 yards, uh, one target, zero catches, and only played 39% of the snaps to Hubbard's 40. Calm or chaos? I don't know. He didn't play the Falcons this week. Yeah, he didn't. I'm, <laughs> I want to stay calm, but, like, they use all three of those running backs, those two including Blackshear. So I think that's just going to be a headache the rest of the season. And that game was just awful to watch. Both offenses were Terrible. horrendous. So I'll give yeah. him a little bit of a pass, but I'm leaning towards chaos. Yeah. I mean, the schedule doesn't lighten up that much either. He does get Denver next week, and then he's on a bye at Seattle, uh, home against Pittsburgh, and I guess home against Detroit and at Tampa to finish up. So it's not – the greatest, it's not the hardest, but next few weeks, it's not going to be pretty relying upon him if you were. He was my sell high a couple weeks ago, but now Good with the trade high. deadline, probably like this week, and they're, they're going to be thinking about what he just did the last game. They're basically just not going to get anything. Might as well keep him. Yeah, at this point, just rock out. Uh, Damian Pierce, 30.7 points, 10 carries for an abysmal eight yards, uh, two catches on three targets for nine yards, calm or chaos for Pierce? Calm. He's, he's not matchup proof, that's for sure. But yeah, they were down early, and he doesn't really get any of the passing work, so it explains it. But, yeah, I guess you're calm. I mean, you're still starting him. He's the only he's the best player on the team. Yeah, he's still going to be the best player on this team. Um, I would agree with that. His Snap share has been super consistent. He's the number one on this team. They just couldn't get anything going. The commander's run defense as of late has been pretty deadly. Um, I think better days are ahead. I'm staying calm. This was his first game in the last seven games with lo- lower than 12 points. So, like, yep. one bad game here. I'm not going chaotic yet. Yeah. Stay calm. 
Uh, Saquon Barkley, someone I did not expect to be on Calmer Chaos anytime soon. 5.5 points, 15 carries for only 22 yards. Caught two of his five targets for 13 yards. Calm or chaos? Calm. Calm. Some reason Matt Breida came out of the woodwork this week <laughs> and he just vultured everything Saquon could have done. And I think they had Daniel Jones for like an insane amount, like 47 times. Maybe I could be wrong, but for some reason they decided to throw the ball more than running it on such a terrible run defense. But you're still calm. He's the offense. Yeah. I'm with Saquon at this point. Uh, definitely tough day ahead, but they're going to have to use him if they want to have a chance to get at Dallas next week. So staying calm there. Miles Sanders, 5.8 points, 13 carries, 47 yards, caught his only target for only one yard. This is back-to-back down performances for Sanders. Is this calm or chaos? I heard someone calling him Inches Sanders because he has barely been running the ball. Not Miles. But I think it's still calm. For some like he when he gets the ball, he gets yards. I, I don't know how many, but um they for some reason they just have been uh, abandoning him the the red the commanders game. They barely use him and then when they, they decided to use him later in the game, like he was moving the ball, but I'm staying calm. This team is still run first, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, I would lean towards calm as well. I mean, this is Miles Sanders. We've seen him disappear from the Eagles at times. Um, he's still getting decent work. He still had 12 and 13 carries in the last two weeks. He's still averaging roughly four yards per carry combined to both those games, um, which is a little bit less than he has had throughout the season. But in general, I think you have to stay calm here. I think better days have to be ahead. And Unfortunately, he does not get involved in the passing game. So you're really hoping on 70 rushing yards and a touchdown from Sanders most weeks. Before we get into the wide receivers, I forgot to mention someone who should not be left off the hook, and that's Lamar, who has haven't hasn't had 20 point games since week. Well, he had one 20 point game week eight, and hasn't had one in one, two, three, four. Five, six. Out of his last seven games, he's only had one 20 point game, and they the rest of them all came week three two one so obviously you're starting him but his best option is mark andrews and then demarcus robinson so i am getting a little worried with him yeah i think at jacksonville this week has to be a get right game you would think the panthers would have been last week but he's still playing good enough to start especially with quarterbacks being down this week this year but yeah i would agree lamar has definitely not been up to that standard he set the first few weeks of the season so Hope he gets a little bit more consistent in that department. See. Uh, moving on to the wide receivers. Garrett Wilson, 3.2 points. Uh, caught two of his three targets for only 12 yards. Calm or chaos for Wilson? It's chaos because his quarterback stinks. Yep. I was about to say the same thing. Zach Wilson ruins this offense. Please bring back Joe Flacco. I'm honestly in the same boat. Like Joe Flacco was putting up numbers for Garrett Wilson um, had his best game this season with Joe Flacco at the helm. He was pretty decent the last two weeks before the bye with Zach Wilson, obviously Elijah Moore coming back did get a couple more targets. Um, but this game in general was just absolutely atrocious for the Jets <laughs> passing game. Uh, nine completions in this game. So like you couldn't expect Garrett Wilson to do much. I'm hoping he's going to be a little bit better. Um, agree with this as well. Pat's defense too good. Pat's defense was very good. If you had either defense help. in that game, it was pretty. It was a pretty good game for them. But yeah, definitely just a tough game all around. You got to hope that 
Um, better days are ahead for Wilson. I think he's just going to be more of a boomer bust flex option the rest of the way, most likely. Mm-hmm. Too inconsistent from this Jets offense. Adam Thielen, 4.5 points, caught two of his three targets for 25 yards. I think we mentioned him last week in the preview. Are you still even starting him in your flex? Um, if you decided against it this week, that was probably a good idea. It's a calmer chaos for Thielen. Chaos. Chaos. Yeah, I mean, this game was pretty bad. He had seven targets in every game for the last nine games before this one. So, like, the volume was still there. So, I'm hoping he can bounce back. But the Patriots next week isn't friendly. The Jets the following week is not friendly either. It's not looking pretty right now if you're an Adam Thielen owner. And TJ Hawkinson being there has made his volume just go right down. Yeah, he had nine targets, I think. Yeah. I'm with you guys. It's chaos for Adam Thielen. I think he's at best a flex option and not the best flex option out there. Uh, probably could say the same for this next guy, DJ Moore, 5.4 points. <laughs> caught three of his five targets for 24 yards. That fart is exactly how I feel. <laughs> he is averaging eight fantasy points per game this season with Baker. Uh, without Baker, 14.9 fantasy points <laughs> per game. So clearly uh, that's not helping. Calmer chaos for DJ Moore. Chaos. At this point, I'm calm because this is basically a DJ Moore game. He's averaged like five points. I've all I know is five points DJ Moore. So I'm not even worried. Like this is what he is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's still wide receiver 27 on the season somehow from those couple big games. Uh, <laughs> and early in the season, he strung together a couple 10 point games. Uh, wow. He's had a very minimal four, but he is just it's bad, especially with Baker at the helm again. His ceiling is like 12 points with Baker. His floor is like four. So if you want like the most mid flex of all time, feel free to start DJ Moore at this point. But Terrace yeah, Marshall, it's chaos. Is he a better start? Honestly, maybe. <laughs> but again, he still would you has get yourself to do that? To him, so I don't think I would do it. I just think I would rather avoid this receiving mm-hmm. core as, as a whole. Yeah. Baker ruins offenses. Yes, he does. Tyler Boyd, 6.2 points, caught two of seven targets for only 42 yards. Calm or chaos? Uh, when does Jamar come back? He started working out again, Could right? be two he's weeks from crutches. now. Yeah, he's still probably yeah, a week or two away. Um, but I don't think he's going to be back uh, at least this week. He, yeah. They might try to rush him back for that Chiefs game, similar to what we just saw with the Chargers which is week 13, um, but at least this week you'll still have Boyd. I'm staying calm. It was just T. Higgins. Yeah. He's too good. He's better than Jamar. Yeah. And I like yeah. the volume. The last five weeks he's had at least five targets in every game. He had seven targets in this game. Unfortunately, he was not on the same page with Joe Burrow. So yeah. I think better days are ahead. I think he's still a decent flex option, especially with Chase out. Yes, sir. Matt, your boy, Deontay Johnson, 6.2 points, four All my catches, are on here. five targets, 21 yards. It's been Calm. chaos. It's yeah. been chaos. George this Pickens is the receiver. Sucks. Yeah, George Pickens, wide receiver one. He seems to be Kenny Pickett's go-to guy. And, I mean, anything that's thrown his way, he seems to catch. Yeah, he's just been super involved in the offense. They just try to find ways to get him the ball and – uh, Deontay was king target share the first eight weeks. The last two weeks, five targets in each game, only four catches in each game. 
just hasn't been the same and the touchdowns aren't there. So please leave him on your bench at this point. I don't think he has a single touchdown this season. Yeah. He has not found the end zone. Uh, he's had a couple close calls, but it has not been his his year this year, at least for scoring touchdowns. Moving on to tight ends, Foster Moreau piped him up last week, 4.3 <laughs> points, caught only one of three targets for 33 yards. Calm or chaos? Chaos. Chaos, I guess. That game last week was too good to be true. It, Baller has missed time plenty of times. Moreau has been mid at best. He's good for, like, what he got you, five to eight points, but he's not really going to – be getting those touchdowns or like the target share, especially with Adams there. So it's just touchdown dependent tight end, just like everyone else almost. Which is all of them. Yeah, I think I'm in the same exact boat. Like at this point, I think I just group him into the tight ends ranked 10 to 18 every single week. Mm-hmm. You're hoping for some volume. You're hoping for a decent floor, but obviously I think his floor is kind of around what we saw this week, only three targets when Devontae Adams is commanding at least 10 to 15 targets a game. You can only do so much. So you're hoping that he scores same as most tight ends in this league. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, Dalton Schultz. Surprise, surprise. Another one of my players. <laughs> Sorry, man. Three catches, five targets, 22 yards. He uh, was looking pretty consistent for this one. Calm or chaos for Schultz? Calm. calm. It was yeah, a Tony Pollard show. Went up big early. I mean, final score didn't have was a good game either. to three, so they didn't have to throw the ball at all. And I expect games in the future to be closer. Yeah. They just blew the Vikings out, didn't really have to throw the ball. Yeah, completely agree. There was literally just no reason to even throw the ball in this game. Yep. Pollard and Zeke went crazy. So better days ahead for Dalton Schultz owners, for sure. Uh, before we get into trust or bust, get a little bit more positive, talk about some guys that were pretty good this week. Let's do today's sponsor, Underdog Fantasy, the easiest way to play fantasy football. You can get started now. Uh, they do a Monday night football contest. So if you want to get in before Monday night football, um, definitely check it out. Football is always a bit more fun with a few bucks in play. Uh, and they also do contests for basketball and hockey if you're interested in that as well. But when you sign up, just make sure you use our promo code SUPERFB for a 100% deposit match up to $100. You deposit $100, you'll get another 100 match free. You deposit $10, you'll still get that $10 matched for free. And again, our promo code is SUPERFB, S-U-P-E-R-F-B. You can play on the Underdog Fantasy app for iOS and Android, or you can sign up online at underdogfantasy.com. So check it out. It's definitely worth it. A lot of fun. All right. Trust or bust. Let's get positive. Starting at the quarterback position again, Jacoby Brissett, 31.86 points, 28 of 41, 324 yards, three touchdowns. He did lose a fumble. But over the last three games, he has six touchdowns to only two turnovers, and he's averaging 24 fantasy points per game. Why would you trust this man when Deshaun Watson? <laughs> yeah, I was about to back? say. Yeah, um, I think I was thinking that maybe he's trying to earn his job back, but or no, earn the job once Watson comes back, because no who way. knows what kind of shape Watson's in. We saw him in the preseason, obviously struggling. But obviously, I think they're going to go right to Deshaun Watson just to see what they have. Uh, they paid that guy Brissette, millions of dollars. He can come yeah. in three. 300- 100 pounds and they'll still start the season. 
Yeah. I think they're going to rock with Watson, obviously. But I think if you are looking for a fill-in next week, uh, Brissett's going to have to throw against the Bucks. He might be a decent option if you're desperate. Yeah, he's safe. Like, he doesn't – like. He doesn't create many mistakes. He does. A, he did have the fumble, but like he doesn't throw picks. And I heard that all day yesterday with his little Kev talking. That Brissett doesn't make mistakes, but it, he he is pretty efficient. Yeah. So you fuck with brisket. Yeah, he's mid. <laughs> he's all right. He's mid. <coughs> just another mid quarterback in this league. It's just like this next one, Andy Dalton. He might be worse than mid, but uh, he did have thirty point two fantasy points. Completed twenty one or twenty five passes for two hundred sixty yards and threw for three touchdowns. Uh, his second 30-point game of the season, trust or bust? Bust. It's still bust. Yeah, it's a big old bust. The floor is not there. So there's an occasional boom where he does throw for some touchdowns, but uh, the floor is like 11 points, and that's almost like the average aside from these big games. So Yeah, he he was saved. I mean, he does throw a lot of touchdowns, but he was saved by that Olave touchdown. It would have been a more average day. Yeah, that Olave touchdown was huge. Um, obviously Olave can take the top off of any defense, so that could happen any week, but not something you can rely on. Next on the list, this guy might have to just be considered trustworthy at this point. Daniel Jones, 26.6 points, 27 to 44, 341 yards. He did only throw one touchdown and did throw two picks, but he did add another 50 rushing yards on the ground (laughs) and a rushing touchdown. So trust or bust for Danny dimes insane for such a bad game that he was still good but i'm trusting for sure yeah uh obviously hurts wandell robinson got hurt in this game and he was uh someone he was looking to a lot but i think at the end of the day they're relying on daniel jones pretty heavily um so i think you have to trust at this point they're gonna sign odell they could sign odell he's going to the boys he's going somewhere go to either of them we'll see where he goes but Daniel Jones, 24-plus points in three of his last four. So I think you just got to keep rolling them out there if you have them. All right, let's keep it rolling. Last quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, 23.1 points, 24-39, 227 yards, and another two touchdowns. Trust or bust? Uh, Let me start by saying welcome to the league, Christian Watson. He has been Aaron Rodgers saving grace these past couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I mean, Rodgers has kind of been, like, consistently getting 20 points all season. So, he's not the best, but his floor is right around 18 to 20 points, so you know what you're going to get with him. And with the way quarterbacks are looking this year, that's pretty trustworthy in my opinion. Yeah, yep. because of Christian Watson is why I'm going to say trust. Yep. I would agree as well. I think I'm leaning back towards trusting Aaron Rodgers as a still a low end QB one, but the upside has been a little bit better the last couple of weeks. His two best games this season were each of the last two weeks where Christian Watson has been healthy and playing well. So I'm rocking with Rodgers at this point. I think he's going to have to throw a ton at Philly this week. We'll see how well he can throw, but Philly this week, Chicago next week, obviously the buy is going to hurt, but his playoff schedule is not that scary either with Miami, Minnesota. I guess the Rams are a little bit tough, but we just saw Daniel Jones torture. <laughs> no, not Daniel Jones. Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton. Exactly. So, yeah, Rodgers, I'm trusting. Uh, running backs, Tony Pollard, 38.9 points, 15 carries, 80 yards, caught all six of his targets for another 109 yards and two touchdowns. 
trust or bust. Trust that man. Yeah, definitely trust. He went brazy. Trusting over Zeke if you own both at this point? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I think they've seen too much explosive explosive plays. Um, they have to keep rocking with Tony Pollard. They'd be like stupid to give literally the majority. In denial if they continue to ride Zeke more than they should. Yeah. I think it should at worst be a 50-50 split. Yeah. Um, and instead that's of the 60-65, 35-40 that it was. So, yeah. Pollard's been too good. Zeke's still going to get his. He's still going to be decent, as we saw. But, um, yeah, it's the Pollard show right now. Keep rolling them out there. Samaj P. Ryan, 30.2 points. Um, actually, quick question from Gator. We kind of just answered it. Are you starting Tony and Zeke going forward? I'd probably prefer to just pick one instead Please. of both. Yeah. And I would lean towards Pollard. Most if you have to start day. both, you can start both, but I would choose. That would be to. terrible. Yeah. I mean, I don't hate it. I just don't think you're going to get this week every week. Yeah. Right. That's Gator's mindset, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Samaj so P. Ryan, 30.2 points, 11 carries for 30 yards, caught all four of his targets for 52 yards, and caught three touchdowns on four of those targets. Insane. Trust or bust? Uh, trust for one week if, if Mixon's out with the concussion, but yeah, besides that, it's bust. Completely agree. Mixon obviously getting injured helped P. Ryan get a little bit more involved in this game. He's only seen like 20 to 30% of the snaps most of the games with Mixon there. So, yeah, pick him up if you're a Mixon owner. Pick him up if you're not a Mixon owner and you need to plug and play. Sean, you're lucky I have $0 left or I would be trying to scoop him. Well, maybe you should have uh, saved your money better. Well, I'm going to start telling people, bet the max. All right. Well, bet, I hope they the do max. and waste it on Samaj P. Ryan for one week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Najee Harris, 27.6 points, 20 carries for 90 yards, two touchdowns, caught four of his six targets for 26 yards. Is this Najee's coming out party? Is he back? No. He might be because Jalen Warren is obviously out with an injury. So who else are they going to turn to? I think that he's back. I could just be falling for it, but all signs point it's to one back. Game. One I'm game. Sorry, he can't is, play three games in one week. Well, it came week eleven. He played ten previously, <laughs> and he was absolute dog water. I'm not <laughs> buying this. It, I'm glad to see he got the twenty plus that he was supposed to get since the beginning of the year. But one game, I ain't buying it. I hear you. Um, I wouldn't say he's been dog water, but I would say he's been the most mid. <laughs> not Najee. Yeah, not what we what saw this from is Najee, Najee last year. But he did have ten, not all right, nine point <laughs> nine points in like eight of ten games before this one. So he was pretty consistently mid. His ceiling was like thirteen points. Obviously, we saw that ceiling get exploded. But the one thing I like to see twenty carries in each of the last two weeks. He had not had twenty carries in any game before this. Um, and with Warren out, he saw 92% of the snaps. His highest was 80%. So if he continues to get all of the work like he was last season, could be back, but I'm not fully bought in until I see it again. Yep. I think you have to start him this upcoming week, though, for sure, if you have him. Definitely. Uh, Jamal Williams, 24.4 points, 17 carries for 64 yards and three touchdowns. Ugh. Trust or bust. Thank God Swift got a touchdown to make me feel somewhat better, but 
Trust. I'm leaning towards trust. You have to. God, it hurts, man. What the hell? So is hard to watch the lines right now. Switch just barely getting the snaps. So, like, until we see him getting more of the snap share, he's a touchdown dependent RB two right now. Like, that's just what Swift is. He had 31% of the snaps in each of the last two games. He's giving up snaps to Justin Jackson. I think Justin Jackson even got a couple of uh, goal line carries as well. So, like, they're just kind of winging it at this point. And if they do get to the one-yard line, it's going to be Jamal Williams. Um, I think he leads all running backs in the league with in touchdowns. He feels like yep. this year's James Conner at this point. I think he's just going to continue to score. I'm trusting Jamal Williams as like a touchdown dependent RB two, but the touchdowns it's, are coming. So once when they're inside the five, I try to decipher who it is at running back by like there's like this piece of tape that one of them have on their arm is usually Swift, but I think they're both starting to wear that piece of tape, and I'm like, yes, it's Swift, and then it's Jamal Williams <laughs> in the end zone. If the yeah. guy goes in the end zone, it's not Swift. It's just been hard to watch. Um, Especially for Swift owners, it's just painful. You want to see Swift get more involved, and he's just not. I think he has like nine touches, or no, he had eight touches this week and seven touches last week, so fifteen touches combined in the last two games. It's just not enough volume to be consistent. So, and I said he's basically Gibby, but Gibby's better than him now. Gibson's good, so yeah. Uh, leave Swift on the bench if you have better options. If you have both, I would lean towards Williams moving forward until proven otherwise. Let's see. David Montgomery, 21.1 points, 17 carries for 67 yards, found the end zone, and caught three or four targets for 54 yards. Trust or bust with Herbert on IR for the rest oh, of the year. Trust. Absolute Big trust. Big time trust. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's the rest of the year, actually, but he is on IR. So, yes, Montgomery, as long as he is the clear-cut number one, I think you got to trust him. The volume is there. He's going to be solid. And I don't really know how serious the injury is to Fields, but that could cause him to run less and Montgomery more. So just a little more upside. Very true, very true. All right. Uh, Realist Chase has a question. Considering how the snaps are going in Detroit, does he still pull the trigger on Debo and Josh Jacobs for Swift and Tyreek Hill? Yes. Uh, That's tough. Y'all were gassing it last week. I know. Like, Tyreek is the best player in the trade. Do it, do he it. He is, it. but Josh Jacobs has been really solid this year as well. He's RB3 on the season. Like, mm, I think I'd still probably lean towards accepting it. Yeah. Just because I like Tyreek so much, and Debo's been just a wide receiver too this year. So many mouths to feed there. Just accept it and then be the biggest Debo hater tonight so then you feel better about yourself. Well, I'm sure <laughs> yeah. we'll go through. <laughs> yeah. I think I would do it still. I still think Swift will become a bigger part of this offense, but obviously to. it's not gonna it's not a guarantee. Tyreek's just the best player in the trade. Jacobs I still think the difference between Tyreek and Debo is a little bit bigger than Jacobs and Swift. Yeah. Mm. It's close though. I think it's a fair trade at this point. I think you were winning as of two weeks ago, but now I think it's pretty fair. Fantasy football is a wild world. You, yep. lose, you get points, you lose points. <laughs> and change quick. Uh, Devin Singletary, 17.7 points, 18 carries for 86 yards. Got the touchdown again. He caught both of his targets for 11 yards. Is, Damian, is Devin Singletary trustworthy at this point? Mm. No. My starting still... sit. 
are on fire last week. I picked Thielen and Devin Singletary, but I'm I think I'm trusting Naeem Hines has been a no factor, zero factor. So there's not much competition. James Cook. Yeah, he's all right. I mean, he's just taking carries away. Yeah. I'm trusting. <clears throat> but then when you trust, that's when he busts. So but I think at this point, like you have to just rely on what we've seen and what we've seen, he's been relatively safe the last five weeks or so. I think the lowest he's had is 8.8. Um, obviously, which isn't great, but as an RB two, like the worst and the upside has been there 14.7 points in three of the last five games. So yeah, Josh Allen a little bit banged up. They're relying a little bit more on their running backs than they typically do, and he's dominating the snap share. Um, who would you who would you start, Swift or Singletary? <laughs> I might start Singletary. <laughs> like Singletary's been that consistent. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think I would lean towards Singletary in that point. And since week three, I mean, Singletary's averaging thirteen fantasy points a game. Like, it's pretty good. Pretty good. All right, next on the list, last running back, Latavius Murray, 17.2 points, 17 carries for 49 yards. Maybe not the best yards per carry, but he did find the end zone, caught all four of his targets for another 23 yards, and Melvin Gordon just got cut, and Chase Edmonds is injured. So, Jesus, trust or bust for Latavius Murray? Trusting. Trusting. Yeah, I think I'm trusting as just a fill-in RB2 at this point. Like, he's going to get the volume. This shit always happens to Latavius Murray for some reason. He always somehow finds a way to be the lead role, whether it be Oakland or Minnesota, finds a way. Yep. He is a virus that just either gets people injured or <laughs> somehow gets work. Like, I don't know what he does, but he makes it happen. So it's going to be solid. I think I'm trusting at this point. Maybe not going to be the best, but yeah, he's an RB2 right now. All right, wide receivers, Josh Palmer, 32.6 points, caught eight of 10 targets for 106 yards and two touchdowns last night. Trust or bust? Trust. Trust, but there are factors that go in to how much you trust them each week. Like if Mike Williams and Keenan Allen are both in, you trust them less. If one's out, then you then you love them. But, yeah, they, it's definitely aggravated his injury. Yeah, sorry for all the people that probably started Mike Williams over like Josh Palmer. I would have started Mike Williams in any league. Yeah, seeing that he was active, I think it's just a smart thing to do. It sucks he got re-injured pretty quickly. He went up and grabbed a crazy catch. Obviously, coming down with that much pressure on an injured ankle is not good. So hopefully he can get back soon. But yeah, I think Josh Palmer, even at this point, is wide receiver three on this offense is a decent flex option. Um, even if they're all active, but yeah, if one's out, he gets boosted right into that solid flex, if not almost low end wide receiver two with the volume and the targets he's been seeing. So I'm trusting Josh Palmer at this point. Mm-hmm. Sir. Demarcus Robinson, 21.8 points, some vintage chiefs, Demarcus Robinson numbers, nine catches, nine targets for 128 yards, trust or bust. I'm bust. trusting. Oh my god. Okay. Do they have like do they have a better option? He's literally their number one. Yeah. Evan but... Duvernay had his little his little stint and but he's more of a returner and Demarcus Robinson an actual receiver. And outside of Mark Andrews, like he's had at least eight targets in the last two or three games, so he's getting looked at. I think he is their best option outside of Mark Andrews. 
I'm not trusting just yet. I'm, I'm thinking I'm not fully trusting, but I think he's worth scooping. I think he's worth a look at this point. Like even Isaiah Likely, who was super consistent, uh, only played 32% of the snaps with Mark Andrews fully back. So it looks like Demarcus Robinson's the second option. Who knows what that actually means, but <laughs> I think at this point he's worth a scoop, maybe not starting yet. Christian Watson, on the other hand, 21.1 points, four catches, six targets, 48 yards, and another two scores. Are we trusting him at this point? That's something I can get jiggy with. I'm mm-hmm. trusting Christian Watson. Five touchdowns over the past two weeks. Most definitely Rodgers' go-to guy now. So in a on a team that desperately needed a wide receiver to step up, he has. So I think he's just going to continue to get rewarded for that. Yeah. Tough matchup with the Eagles this week, but we've seen uh, teams been able to move the ball through the air the last couple of weeks as well against the Eagles. So Christian Watson, decent flex play again this week. It's really hard to bench him after five touchdowns the last two weeks. I think you just got to yeah. keep rolling him out there until proven wrong. Traylon Burks, 18.1 points coming out party, seven catches on eight targets for 111 yards. Trust or bust moving forward. Trust. I mean, he stunk before the injury. I want to trust him, but I also want to see more. So I'm going to say bust for now. I want to see more as well. I would lean towards bust as well just because the snap share. He's really only playing like 50% of the snaps still. Uh, snap share actually went down after last week, but the target share has been pretty decent the last couple of weeks, 14 targets in the last two games. Um, I'm, I like the upside. He should definitely be owned in every league. I just don't know if I'm fully putting him in my lineup yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last wide receiver, Donovan Peoples-Jones, 17.1 points. Uh, pretty solid game all around for Donovan Peoples-Jones. He did have six targets, five caught five of them for 61 yards and found the end zone. The last seven weeks, he's had at least nine yeah. points in every game. Like, trust or bust here for Donovan Peoples-Jones? Trust. I'm trusting. Big I think he's trust. had also, like, 40 yards at least in every game since week uh, – yeah, week since week four, he's had at least forty yards. Week since more than fifty yards, actually. So, wow, he's pretty uh, consistent, and he's going to get Deshaun Watson, so he could be a valuable playoff ad. Yep. Yeah, if he's still floating out there on waivers, definitely pick him up as Scoop well. His ass. He's been rock solid. He did get his first touchdown this week too. So, finally, the yards add up with the touchdown. Hopefully, yeah, they kind of feeling like Jacoby Myers before that touchdown. <laughs> But yeah, good to see him find the end zone. Austin Hooper caught all four of his targets for 36 yards and also caught two touchdowns with them. Trust or bust? Bust. Yeah, He's bust. done nothing up to this point. Yeah, I'm not trusting him. If we're not trusting Burks, no way we could trust Hooper. <laughs> yeah, no shot. And this is a game like this where people will start him next week and then he'll go back to the 1.5 points. Yeah, no, not trusting Austin Hooper. Uh, Dawson Knox caught seven of seven targets for 70 yards, did not find the end zone, but still had 14 fantasy points. So trust or bust for Knox. He's so up and down. I can't trust him on a weekly <laughs> basis. <laughs> He'll have this game, and then it's like a streak of three games with like seven points at most. Yeah. 
I mean, the ceiling hasn't been that huge, but at this point at tight end, nine points in four of the last five. Isn't that nice floor? Lean towards trust as a, just a decent tight end option. Like if if you're looking for somebody and he's somehow out there in your league or someone's trying to get rid of him, I'd take him. Yeah. Uh, last one before we do some waiver targets, Juwan Johnson, 13.7 points. This man loves <laughs> the end zone. Uh, three of four for 47 yards and scored again. That is now five touchdowns in the last five weeks. Trust yeah. or bust. I am trusting this guy. You gotta trust him. <laughs> yep. Maybe this year is Hunter Henry. Just gonna Maybe. continue to find the end zone here or there. Better than Jimmy Graham? No. no. <laughs> that was disrespectful. Uh, but yeah, Juwan Johnson, solid red zone target for Andy Dalton. As long as he's still playing quarterback, I'm still feeling relatively confident plugging him in for and praying for a touchdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, waiver targets. Matt, start us off. Who are you scooping this week? Somebody that we talked about not too long ago, Latavius Murray. As Sean mentioned, Melvin Gordon just got cut this morning for having feet as hands. That man did not hold on to the ball. Uh, Chase Edmonds dealing with an injury that's going to keep him out at least a few weeks. So, I mean, this backfield's usually pretty crowded, and Latavius Murray just basically being the only able body there right now. I see his volume uh, going up, and we saw what he could do with it. Wasn't the greatest, but he found the end zone. That's all you can really hope for. So, could end up being a decent low end RB two or flex option moving forward. I like it. Yeah, completely agree. I know we just touched on him, so lock him in. Q, who is your waiver target? Just talked about him. Going to go to Marcus Robinson. Maybe a little recency bias because he did have a, just a massive nine-catch game with 128 yards, but um, he is their top option outside of Mark Andrews, obviously, uh, receiving. Uh, obviously, also, you can look back and see that he's had some duds, so you know that his floor can be zero, and uh, his floor, yeah, it's not high, but could be a favorable, uh, a good receiver to have um, when the playoffs come up with the Steelers, Falcons, and Steelers again in the chip. I hope that you don't have to start him in the chip. I hope that somehow you made it. If you made it there with Demarcus Robinson, then you probably should start him in the chip. But um, could be someone, some sneaky waiver ad that maybe Lamar finds some Rashad Bateman success with. Yep, completely agree. Definitely worth a scoop. Uh, my last guy here, Samaje Pirine. Um, if you're a Joe Mixon owner or not, just grab him for this week if you're looking for a plug-and-play. Will he score three touchdowns again? No, probably not. Uh, you never know, though. Um, but I think he'll just be a decent fill-in option if Mixon misses. Their third-string running back, Chris Evans, also dealing with an injury, did not play this past week either, so he may not be pretty, but I think he will have a decent floor and receiving volume with Joe Burrow at the helm. So, P. Ryan, if you're missing Mixon and he ends up missing with this concussion, make sure you grab him. If you're looking for someone to fill in and you want to snipe the Mixon owner, you can try to do that as well. But yeah, obviously monitor reports for the Bengals as well. They play yeah. on Sunday, and a lot of guys are playing on Thursday this week, so you may not have time to wait to find out. All right. Uh, before we do some trivia, let's all do a player we are thankful for this season. Obviously, Thanksgiving is this week, and let's give some thanks to some guys that have helped us out this year, starting with Matt. Who are you thankful for this season? 
Uh, most thankful for Cooper Cup. Uh, it was a pleasure to have him on my team while I could. It doesn't look like I'm going to get him back anytime soon for this fantasy season, but it was a hell of a ride while he was healthy. He was my cornerstone, the one player that was putting up at least 20 points every single week. He was just going off every week. It was a pleasure to watch. Unfortunately, he had to get hurt, but um, it was a pleasure owning him this year. Honorable mention goes to Ramondre Stevenson, only player on my team this week to score over six points. I appreciate you, my boy. Way to hold it down. I'm so happy I gave you one more chance after those two duds the first two weeks. You have been a stud ever since then. So thanks go out to those two. Yep. I like both of those guys as well. Hugh, who are you thankful for this season? So the most obvious choice is going to be my first overall first round pick, Devontae Adams. I feel like even I overlooked him a little bit with Stefan Diggs. I took him over Stefan surprisingly, but uh, he has become elite, like Green Bay elite, um, wide receiver three on the season. He is my best player, but the reason why I have seven wins, who I'm probably most thankful for is going to be Geno Smith because I have Russell Wilson, who has stunk Geno Smith. I got him off the waivers, and I would say he's definitely carried me to a few wins that I needed a, a solid quarterback for. So Geno, and then probably in a couple of weeks it'll be D Watt because he will overtake Geno's starting role. Wow. <laughs> Carousel of quarterbacks. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, player I am thankful for this season has to be Zach Ertz. Unfortunate ending to a great season, but at a position where it is nearly impossible to find consistency, Zach Ertz held teams down with double-digit fantasy points in eight of nine games when he was healthy this season. It's a great late round tight end, uh, maybe middle round, I guess you could say. But either way, he's helped a ton of teams get into playoff position, and I'm thankful for what he was able to do for me this year. Hope he recovers, makes a full recovery to bounce back next season. But yeah, gotta shout out Zach Ertz. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right, let's do some trivia before we get out of here. Uh, if you guys do have any more questions, anyone watching, feel free to drop them. We will answer them. But without further ado, Q, what do we got today in terms of trivia? Two very, very, I would say they're good questions, but are you guys ready? I was born ready. All right. So this is a who am I question. Um, okay. Currently a top 10 tight end on the season since week six. I've been tight end two with over 200 receiving yards and over 20 <laughs> catches. Okay. Who am I? Receiving yards, 20 catches. Top I feel like I know it. Number two since week six. Chat, play along also if you're there. I got my answer. Locked in. Locked in. Locked in. You got to do like they were doing on the one NFL show in the morning. They kept doing that for lock it in. Yeah, they did. Top 10 on the season. Fine, I'll write it. Not fully confident. I'm hoping you just avoided saying this number because we just said it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we have Dallas Goddard, Cole Komet. It is Jawan Johnson. Let's go. I was definitely left the out touchdown. those touchdowns. I know because yeah. I was like, "Fuck, why did he say it?" <laughs> I started writing Jawan Johnson before he even finished the question. Yeah, I was thinking Jawan Johnson the whole time, and I was like, he had to have left out touchdowns for that reason because we just <laughs> talked about it. Juwan Johnson just... eating. All right, well, here's here's more of a thinker. Uh, so 
before Sunday, Justin Fields has scored on a 61 and a 67 yard run, uh, the longest two runs of his career. Who are the only three active quarterbacks who, at some point during their career, have had even an even longer run? A so longer Justin, run than 67 yards. 61 or 67. Yeah, I guess it would be more than 67. But three active quarterbacks who have had longer runs. They haven't all equaled touchdowns. Okay. It's got to be this guy. Locked in. Is Q trying to play me right now? Probably. He might be. <laughs> JT and Waddle for Miles Sanders and Reek. Uh, Hell no, bro. Please, unless you're taking JT and Waddle. I never know how to read trade questions like that. Like, which side's getting what? I feel like they always say their players first. Special guest, Snoop, in the back. What's up, Snoop? Getting into some mischief. Uh, yeah, 30 seconds, Sean. All right. Why can't I think of like anyone right now? Matt, I, I can't mean, believe you already right. have the answer. It's been like it was like 15 seconds. Yeah, Matt, Bro, you're a menace. I bet you I'm right too. Oh, are you, bud? I think so. So you guys, I know you're here. So yeah. listen. I, I forget. Uh, I don't want to spoil it. I'm waiting until Sean's locked in. Hold on, I'm thinking. Ooh. Nah. Maybe. Four See, seconds. Gods, those are the exact three that I wrote. All right, I wrote these down. I'm locking it in. Boogie. All right. It was Marcus Mariota, oh. Daniel Jones, who got eight by the turf monster, and Lamar Jackson. I knew he was playing me. I don't know why I even wrote him. <laughs> Who'd you put? I put Lamar, obviously, first and foremost. For some reason, I was not thinking Mariota or Daniel Dimes at all. Did you put Kyler? I put Russell Wilson. And then for the last one, I was like, Q literally made this question away. just so Kyler wouldn't be on this. Um, but I wrote Kyler anyways. <laughs> Q gave away Daniel Jones by saying not all of them added up to a touchdown. I forgot Daniel Jones. That was like three years ago. Thursday Night Football. Mariota broke it. Crazy, John. It was like a 90-yarder, I remember. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember the Mariota one. That's why I just said they may not have all been touchdowns. So that's it for today. All right. Four for four, baby. Call me Wendy's. Yeah, he did trip on grass. Um, <laughs> I know you already addressed it, but just to confirm, just Jonathan Taylor and Waddle for Miles Sanders and Tyreek. I love Tyreek Hill, but I'm holding JT and Waddle for please. sure. Yeah, agree. Hold them, please. Look at Snoop. Uh, Daniel Jones definitely did trip on grass. He got We miss you. All miss right. you, Teagues. That's a wrap for the week 11 <laughs> recap. <laughs> Just put you on the stream. <laughs> maybe next week. Yeah, maybe next week we'll get you on the pod. We'll see. Or Thursday. Wednesday. Or Wednesday. Wednesday. Uh, we'll be back Wednesday with our Thanksgiving week 12 preview. Uh, make sure you use our promo code SUPERFB if you're considering using Underdog Fantasy. Check it out. Um, and then... If you did not know, we are a part of the Old City Sports Network, so make sure you follow them as well. We have a ton of sponsors with them, including breweries, beef jerky, uh, and plenty more at this point. I think we have like 20 sponsors almost, so definitely check it out. If you're here with us live, hit that follow button on Twitch or sub on YouTube. And if you want to listen to the audio version, always on Spotify, Apple, and more. Um, all social medias, Super Fantasy Bros Podcast, literally just Google us. See you guys on Wednesday. Peace.